Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Welcome into another edition of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself, Mark Killian, here to talk about uh, should your advisor tailor a plan to fit your personality? And I think this is an interesting conversation. We've got a few different kinds of personality types. We're going to split this into two podcasts and talk about this concept. We'll go through a multitude of different kinds of personalities that you know you might have. Uh, you might fit into one of these. You might have a couple of uh, these attributes, and uh, see if it's an important conversation to have. And I think it probably is, Nathan, because if you get a plan put together that's really kind of cookie cuttered or doesn't really make a lot of sense for you, yeah. are you likely to not implement it? Yeah, no, that's right. That, that's that's what this all boils down to is, yeah. you know, having something that is one size fits all is just not the best. And, and people typically don't end up following through with that. Yeah. And so if yeah. it's if it's tailor made for you, then that's better. You know, and and understanding your personality and none of these personality types are meant to, you know, oh, I'm not one of those or whatever. Right. It's simply <laughs> just, right. a, hey, yeah, be honest right. with yourself. Maybe you are, you know, maybe you have some of this going on and therefore your advisor needs to know so they can help you work through well, whatever that is, so that you yeah, are more inclined absolutely. to be successful within yes, your, you know, absolutely. within your plan. So, right, right. Uh, so let's start with the first one. This will probably be the most polarizing one, just because of the term. Uh, but it's that victim kind of person. Now, yeah, yeah. I, that's a word that's been overblown in our society here recently. <laughs> it has, yes. Uh, it but has. what I what I mean by it more is that person who's who's nervous or who's been, you know, maybe they maybe they had a really bad experience, whether yeah. with, with a financial professional yeah. or maybe it was just yeah. the market downturn and they lost fifty percent back in oh. And it scarred them. Yeah, right? that's right. No, that's right. And and 08 was um, a big deal. You sure know? Was. And we saw a lot of that for four or five years after that time frame. You know, people would come in just scared to death yep. of the market, and because it, you know, it wiped out half of what they yeah. had. So and, and we're to, seeing it re- return because people are worried that it's going to happen. <laughs> that's now, right. right. Yeah, that's right. Which I is why that, I wanted to start with it. Yeah, I think that's a big uh, a big fear, and just like just like you know, the Greatest Generation mm-hmm. worries about a Great Depression type because sure, that's right. what they, they were, heard about they were and grew up in when they were. Yeah, that's right. So they are constantly worried about, it. and it, it changed their life and the way they invested. So, and the way they handled all finances yeah. typically. So. You know, unfortunately, we we've been able to work with a few of these. Not saying that in a in a, a negative way, working with the client, but just that that's happened to them in yep. the past. And so, um, some have had really really bad experiences with previous advisors, and some have just you know been scared with the market and and different things that happened. So. It really is more of a hand-holding uh, type of situation. That's what this. I was going to ask you. Know, you. Yes, yeah. So yeah. You, you got to help them build that trust back. It is, and it takes a long time. It's not something that happens in a year or two. Even you know, we see mm. that last yeah. a long time. Even with even with the amount of education that we provide clients on the front end, but you know, to help them understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it, all of that stuff, that all helps. But it comes down to man, they've got to build that trust level with us and and understand what's going on and be confident, be able to sleep at night. And mm-hmm. so, because that's what it's about. If you can't sleep at night, you're better off 
putting your money in a CD, you know, or, Mm -hmm. or something like that. And because it's just not worth that, um, you know, in that situation. So, um, it, it happens unfortunately. And, and there are ways to work through it though. And I think, with us being able to show, hey, we've got a lot of academic research and things that, and, you know, that helps kind of provide peace of mind. And then, you know, people just like working with us. And so yeah, I think, I think a, personality type, right, will go a yes. long way. Yeah. Like if learning to trust someone, if you enjoy the your new advisor, you're finding That's an right. advisor and they're explaining it to you in a way and you and you could just start to build that trust back and you can kind of overcome that one. So, well, yeah. And I, you know, this is, this kind of sounds, I guess, cliche or whatever, but I mean, when, when your advisor really does care about what's happening to you and what's going on with your situation and your plan and your life, then that makes all the difference in the world. And people can tell that. I mean, you know, they can tell that when they sit down with someone. I think most Um, of us have a good BS detector. We can, we can, we can figure out when someone's genuine or not. That's right. Yes, that's right. We should insert a little, oh, right there, you know. But I, I would agree with you. So. All right. Yeah. So that's the first one, right? So that's the victim. Let's yeah, go to number yeah. two, the overanalyzer. Uh, mm. Now, certainly, uh, many of us can fall into this category about a lot of things in life, right? And it's easy to yeah. do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you're an analytical type of person, but at some point, the overanalyzer can really kind of get in their own way because yeah. they just they think it to death. They do. They do. And they'll never make a decision because of that. Yeah, that's what happens. And and that that's hard, you know. So um, typically, you know, in that time frame, you know, I can see someone that's like that. I usually I mean, honestly, nothing against engineers. My brother's an engineer, but that's typically what we're seeing here, you know, is is an engineer will come in and you know, they're the overanalyzers because that's just the way their brain works. Right. You know, that's, and, and it's great. It's great for their careers and great for things like that, but it's kind of tough when it comes to investing. And so, um, just helping them to make a decision, you know, giving them time frames and say, Hey, you got plenty of time to think about this, but try to do something by this date. And that's what, you know, we started when we, when we build financial plans, especially for the engineers like that, we'll have a, a checklist of items at the end and say, do this, do this, do this. And we also have a time frame that we put out there at the end to say, this is the best thing to do there. So gotcha. it helps and it helps them stay on track. Um, and they can make those decisions still. They're still in control of everything, but right, they, right. Um, they just, I guess, are pushed a little more to make that decision more, more times than not sooner than they want to. Um, right, right. Because if they don't, it, it just, it never happens. And what, so, what does that say? You're a fisherman. What is that? It's t- you got to cut bait. Sometimes you got to cut bait of fish. <laughs> that's right. Right. So, yes, that's right. I think that's, that's right. how that is. That how that goes? I think it's how it goes. Uh, fisher cut bait. Fisher yeah, cut bait. There right. we go. Thank that's you. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So right, yeah. you're making a decision, right? So yes, sometimes you just got to make right. a move. So that's right. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with thinking it through. Just sometimes don't talk yourself. I mean, my wife will do that. She'll go on Amazon looking for something, and there's so many options <laughs> that she can't make a decision, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that happens right. financially. We will Google something, and there's just a billion answers to the question and now and now i can't make a decision because i don't know which one's the right one (laughs) that's right i tend to do that with different purchases and things you know and just you do that for lures don't you You yeah (laughs) i do that with cars unfortunately (laughs) so i I do that and just analyze everything to death and look up 10 million reviews and all this kind of stuff and it's just ridiculous you know 
<laughs> uh, I agree. It can, we, we, and again, we all have it in walks of we life, do. right? Doesn't, <laughs> yes. None of these personality types mean that you're doing something wrong. No, it just means that it's it, just it, how you are. It's just how I mean, you are. So, But yeah. it's being honest with yourself and then That's also right. with your advisor so they can help you craft a plan that you're going to be, again, inclined to use and, and work and you know work the plan. So Yes. All yes. right. Uh, number three. And like I said, we're going to do four this week on the podcast. We'll do the other four on the next episode. So if you're not subscribed yeah, to the podcast, great. please consider doing so, right? You can yes. uh, find the financial answer on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Just uh, type hit it in. Hit the subscribe button. Hit, yeah. Hit, I yeah, think it's a heart button on many of those or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you can find them on, just type it, you know, the financial answer into whatever search box of, let's say, Apple Podcast or whatever you're using. Or you could just go to Nathan's website, thefinancialanswer.com, and find it that way, thefinancialanswer.com. All right, number three, the do-it-yourselfer. Mm. Um Many, many of us have got into this category over the last 12 years because, darn it, yeah. it's been pretty easy. <laughs> it has. That's right. That's right. It has. And then and 22 it, showed up and went, wait a second. Hey, hang on. Hang on here. <laughs> but you know what? Right. Even the market aside, Nathan, let's look mm-hmm. at this from the other standpoint because you know, obviously, with what you do, the market is one piece that a lot of us who don't do this every day, that's what we tend to focus on. Yeah. But there's right. so much more to right. retirement as we get closer to it. That's when I think even do-it-yourselfers who were successful go, wait a second. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a <laughs> lot right. more stuff here. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And and that's what happens is they get into their into that retirement stage or the, the red zone right before retirement, and they're like, oh, I've got to figure this stuff out. There's too many things. And either they end up putting it off and never doing it, and that ends up blowing up their plan, or they do get some help. And, you know, a lot of times – what I see with the do-it-yourselfer that's the main issue is people think that they know better, okay, and they know better than the professional. It's like going into your doctor's office and, you know, your your leg, your knee is hurting and you're like, no, nah, I think it's my elbow, doc, and, and all this stuff. And right. he's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. So um, people just come in with a big basket full of junk a lot of times and they lay that out on my <laughs> desk and it's just – it's crazy where they've gotten these ideas on things sometimes. And it's from friends and, and coworkers and all this stuff and things or they Google, read. Right. right. They they hear about all that kind of stuff. And so they just throw everything into the basket and they have no idea how that works together, how it either increases their risk or reduces their risk or whatever. They just don't know. They've just bought it because somebody told them it was good. It was a good idea. And so, yeah. yeah. And so that, uh, that's where usually we're fixing problems there. Um, and then people are like, well, what about social security and what about all these other oh, things? Yeah. That, you know, then yeah. How do so, I do that? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Right. And, so, and I think a big component people miss Nathan is the taxation of this stuff because how yeah, you're pulling your income deal affects your social security it does. right yes it and does. most of us don't realize and health that. insurance and now, health insurance yeah. yeah if you're on if you're on the affordable care act then that you know your premium is determined on that too a lot of people retire at 60 or 62 well, you got to have health coverage between that and 65 and yeah. so um you know income makes a huge difference in your premium at that point so yeah it's you know the bucket strategy whatever you yeah, want to call it but right. where you're pulling from when you're pulling from and how you're pulling from can affect you know a whole lot of other pieces which can then affect your taxation and then you're going ah man i didn't realize that and of course not cuz you're a do it yourselfer you just you know you don't have you've been working a full time job do you really want to make financial advisor your full time job in yeah. retirement yeah right? that's right so and, and some, some people do, do find some it people at do, that yeah. yeah they do and I've seen a few people less than 
a handful over my entire career, 20 years this year, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so um, it, it over that entire time frame, I have seen maybe three or four people that did a good job with everything. On, and they just, they should have been financial advisors, honestly. Right, That's, right. They had that calling and it, and it worked out good for them. So Yeah, and I think even if you've got a good aptitude for it, you have to also then ask yourself, is this how I want to spend my time in my re when <laughs> I'm retired, right. or do I want to, you know, that's live right. it up and enjoy yeah. the fact that I worked at a, well, some other place for 40 years? Or whatever, that's right. right. Just because I can change the oil in my cars doesn't mean I'm going to do that every Ex time. You know? Dude, that's a great way to think. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a fantastic that's right. way to put I just, that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to take the time to do it. I'm just going to go sit in the lobby and let them do that. There you so. go. There yeah. you go. That's why we have industries. That's why we have professions. Right. So, all right, uh, let's do the final one here: the ostrich. Uh, and mm. this pretty be, should be fairly self-explanatory, right? Yeah. This is yeah. the maybe the overanalyzer becomes the ostrich because they mm. do nothing and they're overwhelmed and they just stick their head in the sand and they just go, well, la 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 la. It'll be mm. okay, right? Yeah, you right, know? right. No, <laughs> it'll right. it'll work out. Or I, you know, math's not your thing. Finance isn't your thing. I get it. There's a lot of us here, but you can't just ignore it. That's right. That's right. I, I actually just took on a client yesterday oh, wow. um, Great that timing. had done that had done this and he had been with the same company. He's a good friend of mine, been with the same company for 20 years and they were doing some downsizing. Unfortunately, he got he got had to be a part of that. And so um, he yeah. came to see me and I was looking at his 401k and the 401k was 90 percent small caps. Oh, okay. 90% small caps. The rest was diversified, um, uh, among other things. And I was like, man, why did you choose this? And mm -hmm. I mean, the volatility in small caps is crazy through the roof and, and big extremes, 50% positive, 50% negatives, all of that stuff. And he was like, you know, I've just never really looked at it. And I'm like, man, he's 50. Okay. Uh -huh. Um, he's 50 at this point. And so it's a good time for him to diversify it right, you know, and right. not be 90% in smart. Because if he'd have continued that path, and let's say he's 62, 63, going to retire at 65, and the market has a big fall, you know, small caps were down 70% in 2008. So that would have been a tremendous decline for him, um, you know, if, if that had happened right before retirement. So making sure that you've got things correct and accurate, it doesn't help you to just bury your head in the sand. It, it doesn't help. So you got to make sure that you're taking actions and make sure, make sure that you're doing what you should be doing to some extent and, and not just relying on, well, it's going to work out in the long term because sometimes it doesn't. A lot of times it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you've got to have some kind of plan in place. And so if you're, if it's not your thing, if you're not good with it, if it does intimidate you, it's all the more reason to get a financial professional, you know, so that you're not just putting your head in the sand because I, I love this line here, but when you, when you have your head buried in the sand, there's a particular part of your anatomy that's still sticking up in the air. <laughs> Your wallet. Right. Well, yeah, that's right too. Your wallet, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> make sure that yep. you're doing something. So that's that not what I was thinking that, about. There, that, Mark. That's, that's what everybody was thinking. But <laughs> it, it hits home, yeah. right? To go, no, yeah, my good. my wallet's exposed, right? And we we want to make sure we're taking care yep. of ourselves and our family in retirement. So yeah. uh, being an ostrich doesn't work either. So again, whole point of the podcast was to really talk about these personality traits and making sure that you know you're working with a professional who understands you. Uh, and can help you, you know, really find the right plan. And again, I think we said, you know, earlier, 
most of us have a good idea uh, on the VS meter as, as to when someone's being genuine or just trying to sell us something. Right. Yeah. Yep. So if you yeah, need some help, right. you know, Nathan is, is definitely one of those that certainly just is all about the education and wants to help. Uh, so if you're not already working with him, and many of our listeners are, we certainly appreciate the time, you know, on the podcast and checking us out and listening to the things we have to talk about. Um, give him a jingle if you need some help or share it with someone who might need some help, uh, similar to the situation he just described where he just took on a new client who's doing that very same thing. So find it all at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. Talk with registered investment advisor Nathan O'Brien and founder at O'Brien and Associates. My friend, thanks for hanging out. I always appreciate you. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Thanks for thanks for getting on here with me. Yeah, and uh, you have a good week. Yeah, and we'll be back in two weeks and we'll do the other half. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll see you next time here on the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.